Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hello, friends. This is Dwight Beal, and I am here at the Victory Point studio with some really dear friends of mine. It is Monday, July 31, and I got two guests today. One is a guy that most of you know, Matt Crozier, a.k.a. Crow. How's it going, Crow? Excellent. You look excellent. Thank you. You look tan. You must be working outside. Always. <laughs> and then along with Crow, we have uh, another longtime friend of mine, Miguel Cruz, who uh, was a student at Hope College when I used to work there back in the mid-90s. And now Miguel and his wife and their three awesome kids live just a few blocks away from me. So thanks for doing this with us, Miguel. Yeah, glad to be here. So reason the three of us are doing this, a couple of years ago, we did this crazy thing called Exodus 90. I don't know. Who pulled who into that thing? Was that me? Did I pull you into it? Yes. Oh. I asked you. You asked oh, me. I yeah, asked was, Dwight. I didn't know Crow. Then you asked Crow. That's right. It was, give him just a snapshot of what Exodus 90 was. Yeah. So it um, was developed by some seminary students who were like, we got to get closer to Jesus. It's not acceptable. So they did like this 90-day Almost like a dopamine fast. Anything that gives you pleasure, you're not allowed to do it. So <laughs> you mean an anti-dopamine fast? <laughs> right, anti-dopamine fast. So like, no, no warm showers, cold showers. That's what killed me. No sugary I drinks, no desserts. You oh. can only use your devices for work. Nothing else. No TV. Hour of prayer a day is a, kind of the goal. Come be miserable for Jesus. Yeah, and then <laughs> fellowship. You got the fraternity that you are doing that with and checking in with each other. Right, but the whole idea. Is to get closer to Jesus. Right. Yep, to pull away all those distractions, the things of the flesh, and to hopefully experience God's presence, his glory in a way that you realize like, whoa, there's actually joy and freedom and peace here that I don't get from all those other things that I mm. pursue normally in life. I think right. it's a lot of it was discipline too. Yeah. Yeah, just. And showed us how not disciplined we really are. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, so it, it was sort of like we were in boot camp together. And when you're in boot camp with two other bros, you bond, mm-hmm. you know? And we were kind of in a, in a section where we were each other's anchors, they called them. Right. So we, we prayed for each other every day. We shot each other texts to encourage each other. And what are you struggling with? And anyway, so here we are a few years later, uh, getting into the word together again. So... Thanks, guys, for joining. So as you know, if you're listening to this, we are in Proverbs, and today we're going to unpack Proverbs 11, and we talked about it before we hit record. These Proverbs are kind of long. I mean, these chapters are sort of long, and we we, uh, considered abbreviating them, but then then we decided, hey... It's more important you guys hear God's word than you hear our words, Mm, right? So we're just going to read it in its entirety, and... Whatever time we have left, then we will offer some thoughts and comments. So, uh, Miguel, would you do the honors of reading Proverbs 11 for us? And we'll take turns. Sure. The Lord detests dishonest scales, but accurate weights find favor with him. When pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. The integrity of the upright guides them, but the unfaithful are destroyed by their duplicity. 
Wealth is worthless in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. The righteousness of the blameless makes their paths straight, but the wicked are brought down by their own wickedness. The righteousness of the upright delivers them, but the unfaithful are trapped by evil desires. Hopes placed in mortals die with them. All the promise of their power comes to nothing. The righteous person is rescued from trouble, and it falls on the wicked instead. With their mouths the godless destroy their neighbors, but through knowledge the righteous escape. When the righteous prosper, the city rejoices. When the wicked perish, there are shouts of joy. Through the blessing of the upright, a city is exalted, but by the mouth of the wicked it is destroyed. Whoever derides their neighbor has no sense, but the one who has understanding holds their tongue. A gossip betrays a confidence, but a trustworthy person keeps a secret. For lack of guidance, a nation falls, but victory is won through many advisors. Whoever puts up security for a stranger will surely suffer, but whoever refuses to shake hands and pledge is safe. A kind-hearted woman gains honor, but ruthless men gain only wealth. Those who are kind benefit themselves, but the cruel bring ruin on themselves. A wicked person earns deceptive wages, but the one who sows righteousness reaps a sure reward. Truly the righteous attain life, but whoever pursues evil finds death. The Lord detests those whose hearts are perverse, but he delights in those whose ways are blameless. Be sure of this, the wicked will not go unpunished, but those who are righteous will go free. Like a gold ring and a pig's snout is a beautiful woman who shows no discretion. The desire of the righteous ends only in good, but the hope of the wicked only in wrath. One person gives freely yet gains even more. Another withholds unduly but comes to poverty. A generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. People curse the one who hoards grain, but they pray God's blessing on the one who is willing to sell. Whoever seeks good finds favor, but evil comes to one who searches for it. Those who trust in their riches will fall, but the righteous will thrive like a green leaf. Whoever brings ruin on their family will inherit only wind, and the fool will be servant to the wise. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and the one who is wise saves lives. If the righteous receive their due on earth, how much more the ungodly and the sinner. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God, yeah. <clears throat> you know, it's cool to hear it with somebody else reading it. Yep. Uh, because as I'm reading it, I'm thinking, okay, what do I want to talk about? I'm like taking notes. But it's cool to hear it in just one smooth reading because there really are some very common themes, right? Yeah, I mean, for sure. Obviously, what jumps out to you guys? Uh, just a, seems like a constant contrast between the righteous and the wicked. Yeah, yeah that's what I wrote down. Yeah. Yeah. And <clears throat> seems like different sections focused on things like um, the fruit of their mouths. So like good talk versus bad talk, honest talk. Mm-hmm. There's a whole section on generosity versus, you know, withholding from people. Um, the section that kind of touched on almost like politics or the city, like a whole town benefiting yeah. from righteousness versus a whole town or city um, suffering when, when people are doing wickedness. Go, Miguel. Melt their face off. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. And I also kind of see an eternal aspect in there also that, you know, God is 
ultimately going to bring right or blessing for the righteous. Yep. He'll ultimately bring um, punishment, punishment for the wicked. And, you know, if it's not now, we can be assured it is coming. Right. What about you, Crow? I had the same thing. I was thinking I go right towards the political stance like or the political statement that Miguel was, you know, like in 14, for lack of guidance, a nation falls. Mm. You know, I almost feel like, are we falling hmm. as a country? You know, I mean, but yeah, I mean, I mean, when you turn your back t- to God, then mm-hmm. yep, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, obviously, there, there's no perfect nation on earth, Mm-mm. but uh, but we do at least have some forefathers that wanted to do the righteous thing. They yeah. wanted to do the right thing. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And I think God honors that. Mm, and when we I slip does. and when we slip from that, yep. there's consequences. Yes. You know? Yep. Uh, regarding the God blessing the city, you know, verses ten to eleven, when when the righteous prosper, the city rejoices. When the wicked perish or shouts of joy. Uh, I immediately thought of I don't know if you guys know who Ed Prince is. So back in the 70s and 80s, there was a guy named Ed Prince who started Prince Corporation, mm-hmm. who became Johnson Controls. Um, Prince is, Ed Prince is a believer, and, and his company became very successful. And as I understand, I'm pretty sure that he decided to tithe all, 10%, you know, to tithe his profits back to the city where he lived. Mm. So the downtown, as you as we know it now, thanks to Ed Prince, is awesome because back in the '80s, like they just tore, they they went through building by building by building and renovated it these old junky old buildings, and then sold them back to private owners, uh, and just revitalized the whole downtown oh, wow. and the whole snowmelt system, like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Not many people n- know this, but like because of one man and others around him, our whole city has benefited, you know, because he wanted to honor God with, with his prophets, you know. Yeah, that was a, a cool thing. What what else jumped out to you guys? Anything? Yeah, just while we're in that section, I just noticed really nine through fourteen. There's a lot there about kind of the godless and the righteous um, and the mouth, you know, that it's through the decisions that they make. It's through, you know, the, the why one of us brought up the, the guidance, you know, nations receiving guidance, but then, you know, trustworthy person keeping a secret or in verse 12, you know, learning to hold your tongue. So there's just advice in there of like, kind of like James would say, everyone should be quick to listen, slow, slow to speak, speak, slow to become angry, mm. that we should invite the, the input of others, of trusted others, not just say the first thing that we think about, but be willing to kind of consider the matter. And those things are wrapped up, you know, with, with gossip and with, with honest answers actually in the way that a city prospers. And, you know, I don't know uh, the Prince family that well, but I'm, I would guess that you would also find that sort of prudence in the way that they would speak and do deals and just kind of have that sort of honesty. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, honesty is everything. And I, I got that too with, uh, I think, the whole Proverbs. Like <clears throat> like if I died tomorrow and somebody grabbed my Bible, they would be the most crispy pages in my Bible because it's pretty self-explanatory to me. You know, it's just, it's 
good and evil, truth and wisdom comes from God, mm. you know? And uh, I like what you said, Miguel, about the the tongue, you know? I mean, it's it took me a long time mm. to be able to hold back my tongue because when you when you let stuff out, you just can't take it back. You know, I think that is part of spiritual wisdom. Yeah, and you maturity. And yeah. yeah, it's totally uh, um, it's part of that for sure. Yeah, humility, I think, is a big theme as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, uh, eleven verse two: When pride comes, then comes disgrace. Mm-hmm. But with humility comes wisdom. And I see that theme sprinkled throughout the Proverbs, which is really interesting because you know, I really wonder what Solomon was like once he became Solomon, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Was he a humble dude? Or, or I mean, he was probably the wealthy, wealthiest guy on earth and, and had wisdom that people traveled across nations to sit down and just listen to him talk. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so it's just interesting when I, as we read through this, considering the source of who, who wrote them, um, uh, we know that he at least started off humble. Yeah, and it was later in his life when he had all the things, the wisdom, he'd accomplished everything. I would imagine that's the time in life when he would be most tempted toward pride. Yeah. Right? And that's where we see some of that stumbling. Yeah. When, you know, he, he kind of gets distracted by all of those things that he's accomplished and done and the men, the wives and the concubines and the horses and chariots from Egypt and all the things that he shouldn't have done, but it just got more and more. Right. Well, that's a good cliffhanger, Miguel. Mm. I think we should leave our listening audience with, with that right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so thanks everyone for tuning in and we will be with you tomorrow as well. So God bless you. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.